Welcome back to the Black Mirror After Show on After Plus TV. Oh, it's so exciting. We're talking VR sex. Yes. We're talking open marriages, maybe. And stay tuned for our special segment. Stay tuned. Thanks. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Welcome back to the Black Mirror After Show on AfterBuzz TV, guys. Hey. hey, guys. It feels like it's been so long because it has and it hasn't been because there was a movie in between. So this is Black Mirror, Season 5, Episode 1. We're talking Striking Vipers. I'm Adrian Snow, and to my left, we have the wonderful Erica Edwards. What's up, party people? Yes, right across, we have the delightful Angelica Trey. Hello, hello. And just left of her. Got it, I got <laughs> Even it. Even more left. We have the glorious, beautiful Paris Rose. Hello, guys. To the left. Yes, yes the oldies and the newbies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So yes. we're happy to be back. We're happy to have you be a part of the new panel. Uh, we're going to be talking about the special segment. We're going to be covering the whole base on this episode. And we're also going to have our top three segments. So stay tuned for those. So let's just go right into it. First thoughts. Um, It was cool. <laughs> it was, you know what I mean? Like, it was kind of... I did stay awake for it. There's that. No, I'm just joking, <laughs> you guys. Um, It was... I did... There were some things I liked about it, but not really necessarily, like, for Black Mirror reasons. So, mm-hmm. like, I liked the whole upper-middle-class black people on TV. Mm-hmm. That was kind of nice. Um, You know, and everybody kind of had good jobs, educated, but nobody getting stabbed or anything. Mm-hmm. So that I definitely appreciated. They did get arrested. But... Yes. Then they got bailed out. Exactly. With no problem. This episode was a roller coaster for me. Mm. Did not expect that twist, nor did I expect somebody to find love in a Mortal Kombat-esque game. (laughs) So it was kind of interesting on Mm -hmm. that sense. I was slightly underwhelmed by this episode. I just thought, you know, Black Mirror usually pushes the boundaries. Mm -hmm. And for it to be the first episode in the season, I was waiting for something profound. Mm -hmm. But this concept has been done already several times. And I didn't, yes, it was uh, kind of strange with that uh, Mm -hmm. virtual reality love. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't, I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, I was bored. (laughs) <laughs> just going to keep it real. Keep it 100 with you guys. I thought the pacing was off. And that's the only reason why I'm not here being like, oh, yes, I totally understand. And also, I feel that Black Mirror usually has some type of underlying thing it's trying to say. And maybe that's there, and we can certainly get into that. But I was just kind of checking my phone a lot. Just like, <sighs> they, are, they, are they back in virtual reality, like, trying not to have sex yet? I think that underlying tone might be just like how technology can dilute real life experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, like things aren't as good anymore because it's so much better on your phone or so much better in this game that you're just trying to show us like this could be the consequence of being too, that even something as intimate as sex might be better in a game than in real life. Well, yeah. Because you have, like, rocking hot, hot bods <laughs> that can do magical things. You can change sexes you as well. You can change sexes. That's true. Very true. I don't really want to know what sex is like for a man. But I guess I could try it out for a day. Oh, I'm so curious. <laughs> so that was my first question. I'm like, tell me how it feels. And then they actually address it they in the do. show. So yeah. I'm like, From the okay. woman's point of view. Yeah. Yeah. But we all know that for women, it's like a miraculous, glorious orchestra type of thing. And if you don't know this, if you haven't heard, yeah, we just have better orgasms than you guys. <laughs> it's just fact. But I never really hear a guy talk about what it feels like for them. Like, what is that like? It's just like... 
I've asked. We're not going to talk about this, but I've asked. I've been like, <laughs> so tell us. the entire, the rest of this whole after show, we're just going to be discussing this. <laughs> just tell us about what does it feel like? like? Yeah, yeah. It was okay. So let's just go right into it. Mm-hmm. So we're introduced to uh, Carl and Danny. Well, first we're introduced to Theo and Danny. Theo played by the great Nicole Bahari, and Danny played by Anthony Mackie. And they're doing like a little meet cute. Role play. Uh, when a man loves a woman type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Role play, which was movie. definitely <laughs> yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah. Yes. Right? When did right? she say, my baby loves foreplay or something like that, yes. right? Yeah. And then we we're like, ooh. <laughs> when you remember <laughs> a that. A little too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was definitely into it. Mm-hmm. And then we're introduced to Carl, who's also the best friend, played by, I'm sorry, I'm going to mess up your names for Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. Maybe I didn't mess it up. We'll see. And so already we're kind of like, okay, so this is a friendship. They're gamers. This is, you know, they're probably like late, early, they're mid, late 20s, living their life. This is our our foundation. Mm -hmm. And, okay, this is what I want to know. When did you guys feel like, okay, so what's it? Were you kind of like getting, like, could you get to the Black Mirror aspect of it? Or? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the, the thing with... Black Mirror, and I've noticed the the change that they've been going over these seasons, mm-hmm. right? It's been a little bit more, you know, repeating similar concepts, right? Mm-hmm. In science fiction, things like uploading consciousness, mm-hmm. you know, virtual reality, dating apps, social media, and the dangers of that. Mm-hmm. But they try to, I guess, now use those concepts to tell a new story, mm-hmm. is what I've been sort of tapping into. And I think this one was about human sexuality and maybe monogamy. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's more so... From what I've noticed, especially with this season, it's, like, about technology, but it's really cracking open humanity. Yeah. I think what, what I meant is that it, it, they were the, it was so... We waited so long to yeah, get was, to, like... it was definitely very mm, slow. What's the Black Mirror aspect of yeah, the show? Yeah, it was definitely right? very slow. Like, it, it, yeah. we get that they're gamers. We know it's called Striping Vipers. We know they're playing the game. Got it. Done. Get it. I totally <laughs> yeah. understand. I felt that they could have taken that time in terms of, like, the birthday party, just give us, like, two more minutes of getting to know Carl and Theo and and Danny. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I do feel like they have, like you said, gone more towards the story aspect unless, you know, it's, like, the same technology doing these different, you know, storylines. But for the storyline, it was just okay. Like, I thought that they could have gotten a little bit deeper in the fact that these are two men who are actually African-American. Mm-hmm. Are they gay? What's, what would that mean in their community? Like, originally when I was watching it, at first I was like, oh, hey, Elon Harris is back, down low, you know, the down low brother in the house. And then no. So um, <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, I guess we're not going to go there. Um, so I do feel like they could have gone a little bit deeper with some of the stories issues since mm-hmm. they didn't go really that deep with the technology for yeah. me. So, so we're leaving this off with we don't think Carl was gay at all. Just because that kiss wasn't magic. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you know, no, I'm not saying that at all. Because I, I don't, because, you know, once we get to it, I'm not sure if they were even telling each other the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I don't think that they, they had the time. We watched them play a million games. They could have gone a little bit deeper into that. Like, maybe Carl does, you know, see a guy he likes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have done more than just give him a cat. And a little more into the the sort of social commentary exactly uh, within that. What does that Mm -hmm. mean within this particular community or this this group as well? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think for sure, especially when well, well, so much in in the black community is about 
this kind of especially with black men homophobia mm. and right. so what does it mean if if in this game you are in love with your best friend who is a man in real life and you're a man in real life and and they kind of touch on it at the end but they don't really they don't really flesh it out and that was kind of my problem that if they spent more time developing the characters in the beginning instead of this kind of weird slow pacing of people staring longingly into nothing <laughs> I would have liked more. Paris, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I had, I'm just listening. You just listening? I'm just listening. I'm taking one, it all in. One thing I would say, kind of going to that, like initially from the very beginning, like even I think when they were in college, I always was like, why did he put the woman character? Because that seemed yeah. kind of like, really, what's up with that? And But they never, you know what I'm saying? Like they never really went there mm-hmm. as far as, like you said, commentary and what kind of was going on with him to make him want to you know, be in the body of a woman even in this game. Or whatever, I think so. it's more of he like at least when I play games, I'm I'm a gamer. When I when I play games with guys, they like to play the women because they like to stare at the woman. Oh, okay. I always just so, thought the female characters were the best ones. Yeah, I just and thought they were the best. As the a woman, ways. they always had the best the oh. best uh, fighting yeah. technique yes. over the guys. The guys was like always bulky and kind of could only do like one move. They like, jump. It's like super low, and that's it. Yeah, Liu Kang was the only like fun character to play in Mortal Kombat that wasn't a woman because he would do oh, that okay. like bicycle kick. So yeah. that's why, because the okay. the female characters are just clearly more more powered, you know. So that's probably why you choose okay. her, chose her in the first place. But okay. who knows? Yeah. Maybe there was a little something more there, right? From what we saw further on in the episode, maybe there was that level of, I maybe I want to encompass this character as yeah. well. Yeah. So let's well let's go further into it then. So uh, from the from the like outlook, it doesn't seem like he's having any relationship problems with his wife. Talking about what? Danny oh, and, yeah. and Theo, just seems that they've been married for a long time. It's you know, they're bored tr- with the suburbs, trying to have a baby, and then they're doing that scheduled sex. <laughs> they right. even, they looked like they even had a good marriage. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it was it was it seemed healthy maybe for the it was most just part. Kind of quiet, yeah, just yeah. Kind of boring. yeah. And maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah, I that think, episode was so boring. But, I think that's the word they repeat too. It's just boring. just boring. But even then, they seemed like they were they had a system down. You know, so it wasn't yeah. even that. Bad, which was, um, I guess, a nice thing to see a somewhat healthy relationship, mm-hmm. but still things can go awry in that. Of course. Mm-hmm. I think if Carl didn't put this game, like, he was also aggressive about it. He was like, we're doing it tonight, midnight, come on. Yeah. Um, I feel like if he wasn't so aggressive about it, I think, um, oh my God, what is his name? Danny. Danny, Danny could have mm-hmm. let that go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was happy with his marriage, although it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. It was fine. That's how, like, married life with kids is. But then um, I just think Carl put this put this cake in his face and was like, eat it. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know, because he was looking at the the crack in the pants of the other woman and stuff, so I do feel like he was kind of getting that, I yeah, guess in this case, that 11-year itch or whatever, so yeah. if it wasn't Carl, maybe it would have been somebody else, but yeah. It was, I think also it's kind of like that appeal of like the bachelor life. It's like when you... Exactly. There was that vibe. You yeah. got a taste of that with Carl. And even then, we saw Theo doing that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just even with the man at the bar, mm-hmm. we saw little tidbits of that. And a glimpse almost... I'm not going to say into married life because I can't presume to mm-hmm. know what that is at all like. But they both, you know, on each end were, I think, um, looking around. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not... You shouldn't indulge. Right? right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, don't indulge. Right. And it was one of those things of, you know, it's like my friends who, none of them are married, but they've been in long-term relationships, and they may not admit it, but I'm sure they get, like, a, a bit of a rush of me here talking about, you know, me talking about 
the, the, the horror that is LA dating scene. The vicarious single <laughs> life yeah. living. Yeah. Well, tell me about your nightmare, Adrian. Um, well. Do you want to hear about Tinder? It's terrible. Let me tell you about Let the me five t- dating apps of which everyone has a bathroom selfie. Yes. Uh, <laughs> bathroom selfie is necessary. Also, shirtless gym selfie oh, for guys. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Do so listen, do we do we think this was an affair? Is it cheating? No. No. You say no. No. Because it's like, do you think, is it like, it's porn cheating? Or like there's a line to it, right? Ooh, there's a if it's an interactive porn, maybe. Like yeah. if you're like talking to the person, build a relationship with the person, yeah. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe. I mean, but, I think it's just like, um, sort of like addictions and stuff. Like mm-hmm. once it got to the point where it was impairing his marriage and he wasn't yeah. sleeping with his yeah. wife and stuff then it kind of probably had crossed some sort of line yeah. at that point so I think for both of them because once he was like well you know I can't find anybody else either because mm-hmm. clearly it wasn't really just about what was going on in the game because he was sleeping with other people yeah. and they didn't have the same connection so mm-hmm. well let's go into the game then since we're we're circling around striking vipers X <laughs> I love that Mortal Kombat X reference like okay yeah we get it uh, so it's Ruxette and Lance. Ruxette's played by Palm. I'm so sorry, Clementif. She's also. Um, uh, oh no! It, oh no! And the cat- Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. She's, oh, yes. um, Man- Mantis. Yes, she's yes. Mantis in, in Guardians of the Galaxy, and Lance is played by Ludi Lim. Lin. I have not been introduced to this actor before. I was very nice. It was very nice to look at. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I did not have a problem staring at him. Uh, so when they go into the game and it's just fighting, and Danny's just getting his ass whooped because, like, one, I know it's been a long time, but if you hand me a controller and be like, "Here's Mortal Kombat 11," right? I will figure it out in five seconds. I'm like, mm-hmm. or button mash. Yes, it, it can. Yeah, problem solved. I'm like, how are you getting your butt whipped like that? But, <laughs> but this was virtual reality. That's a hard. He had to like oh, digest. He does feel it. You know, yeah. you're there. You've been transformed, brought to another whole arena. It's kind of yeah, like that, a whole. That was a very, yeah, like very stimulating him. first yeah. game. Very stimulating. <laughs> he found out he could get her and other yeah. things. It was uh, yep. yeah. Interesting, like, scene overall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, needless to say, I was like, does he know how to play this game at all? Because he's just standing there getting kicked 85,000 yeah. times. I can tell you he didn't learn. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't know how to play the game. <laughs> so when they get to that point where they're rolling around, I I felt, I was like, I mean, that's kind of hot. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, if I were in the game and I was rolling around with someone, I'd be like, huh. I don't know. What did you guys think? I kind of got why it transitioned to that. There were a lot of steamy moments. I'm not going to lie. I was watching it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. This is very, very, steamy. very steamy. Um, yeah. But just going along with that, you know, I had to question the inner dame, uh, game dev that I am not by being like, how would you create a game for fighting and give it this sort of mobility? I thought so, too. With the characters. Mm-hmm. But that was the only thing that kind of broke my immersion so yeah. to speak there um, that I was questioning a little harshly however I do agree it was it it was very steamy and I could see that you know maybe happening or where it could lead if you are rolling around maybe with somebody especially with that six pack that lovely six pack that because the somebody isn't it's not like the characters 
they're still themselves, their personality. So this is like his bro. And so like even when they're being intimate, they're still like talking like each other. Yeah. Which would completely throw me off. Even if I see my best friend and she's like Idris Elba, but she's talking to me like she's my best friend, I would be like, you know, I'm out of this. You, Actually, I'm, that's a fair point. But here's I can't the re- do this anymore. That's my best friend talking yeah. to me. Yeah. But here's the real question is it seems like maybe they were attracted to each other by time. the way they communicated at least and you know this is a whole dialogue about mm-hmm. sort of uh, that gender fluidity and that mm-hmm. um, the sexual fluidity as well yeah. within it so mm-hmm. if you do have that switch around and suddenly you know it's it's your buddy that you have gotten along with so well but now he's maybe wrapped in a package that you're a little more used to <laughs> yeah. I can see that happening. Also, I was going to say, too, um, depending on the strength of the virtual reality, if you're actually feeling something, so no matter how the person looks, if you feel the woman's body and you're a guy and that turns you on, Mm -hmm. or you're feeling excited sexually... You know, you know what I'm saying? They could be quiet, really, because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, it's people where it's like, just don't talk. And <laughs> that that could be it. But also, as you mentioned, you have this really cool connection with the person. Mm-hmm. So while it would throw you off, I think your senses would kind of, you know, pull you through. And I think it also does speak to, well, yeah, the fact that when they first said, like, you can feel everything, I was like, oh, okay, they having sex. Like, I was like, right. and they're having sex. But uh, there is a thing, like, when I, my best friend, We've known each other for going on 20 years at this point. And when we were younger, we used to always say, like, yeah, I was like, you know, Steph, I don't really, like, I'm not really into women, but, like, if you were a man... She was like, yeah, if you were a man... I was like, yeah, we'd be together. Mm-hmm. And because it's, like, that kind of bond of, of a friendship where I can be myself and she can be herself with me, but we don't really... We're just not into each other like that. But if you're put in a situation where that relationship, that core like this is my best friend they know everything about me I can be myself around them is there I could see that influencing the the sexual aspect because this is now you get to try this thing that you normally don't you're, want in, in real life exactly you're compatible regardless mm-hmm. and there is that bond and that comfort level yeah. there as well so I, I do see what you're saying mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I have a friend, uh, th- kind of the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like we've been friends for like 20 years. And then, and it's not just that she, I can be myself and stuff. Like sometimes when we hang out, she'll treat me in a way like I'm like, Dad, this is what I want to do to say, okay, Erica, yeah. I got you and, you know, take me to my favorite shrimp place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they do it like just out of friendship and respect and whatever. And she's not attracted or and I'm not attracted. We both date, you know, guys. But it is kind of like, whoo, if I had all your characters, Characteristics in the perfect man. <laughs> yep, exactly. Boom. So, so now, yeah. now this episode kind of makes a little more sense, right? Makes a little bit more <laughs> I sense. I think Theo's amazing, though. She yeah. seems like an amazing partner, regardless. So I don't know who would give who would who would ever look well, anywhere else. But I think the one thing that I didn't. Well, Paris, do you have something to add before we? Oh no, <laughs> you're like I'm good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think before we. Well, sorry, I got. What was I going to say? There we go. So <laughs> I didn't understand that that break in his relationship with Theo. Like, maybe it was out of guilt, but I feel like if that's still your partner in life, and maybe they were kind of growing apart, and maybe they weren't as close as they used to be, I don't see why you couldn't negotiate the two. But then again, I haven't been put in that situation. What do you mean by negotiate the two? That he felt that he couldn't be intimate with his wife because he was intimate in the game. Maybe it took a lot out of him. I mean, I, although it's virtual, maybe he actually felt the effects. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. their body shakes mm-hmm. when they're... So maybe he actually f- really did feel tired? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
And I have heard, and I, this is kind of what I thought, because when um, we, Carl is talking about, I've tried it with all these other people and nothing compares. Mm-hmm. So to some extent, I thought that probably also applied to Danny as well. Yeah. So it's like, okay, the intimacy that you have here is kind of like some people have with vibrators or pleasing mm-hmm. themselves or whatever, or actually sometimes with porn. Like you've done so much, sometimes you get... Um, you know, so overstimulated in one area that mm-hmm. going back to like regular, okay, we're going to do it at eight p.m. sex, mm-hmm. like he just couldn't really do it. I can yeah. see that. And and branching off of that, as um, just throwing it over to chat, mm-hmm. as Simone Francois says, uh, they took it beyond just sex. Even it started be- mm-hmm. to become emotional yeah. from what we saw from that. You know, one scene where they're mm-hmm. laying on the laps and touching each other's right. faces. And I think, you know, sometimes when you get emotionally enveloped in something new, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's kind of hard to then, you know, reshift that into your boring, so to speak, marriage yeah. and things like that. So it's something new and stimulating, and I'm sure that's, you know, partially distracting and probably all-consuming. Yeah. That's yeah. where I feel like they crossed the line and was cheating there. Yeah. They had an emotional, emotional. connection. And mm-hmm. Connection is, I, I get physical, and especially this was kind of like porn, yeah. but this emotional connection would just tear me apart. Yeah. And one of the things I think also, which is good and bad about this episode, because, I, again, I feel like they didn't go deep enough really into it, because mm-hmm. there was that, that one scene where he texted him, like, where are you at? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, like, in real life, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay. And then, <laughs> uh, and then he's like, oh, he forgot it's his, you know, their wedding anniversary. Yeah, and, that was it's like, dang. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you see Carl looking like, man, like, you know, this is what happens when you sleep with somebody who's married. Yeah. And uh, so they kind of touched on maybe there was some sort of extra closeness outside of the game, but they yeah. didn't really get, you know, get into it. But that whole little text scene was interesting. Yeah. Well, speaking of emotional connections, we appreciate the fact that you guys have an emotional connection to the show enough to tune in and see us. Uh, Paris, do you have anything to say on that? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Well, guys, yes. Um, Before we move on to our next topic, I did, we wanted to say, we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in to After Buzz. We have so many shows to offer from dramas, comedies, reality shows, so much. There's so much TV. So we appreciate all your views. Um, But if you are on YouTube right now, remember to give us that thumbs up button. I know you guys like to see us. And if you are listening on Spotify or on iTunes, give us that five-star rating. Hearing our soothing voices, yes. Anyways, but no matter where you guys are, <laughs> leave a comment, get involved, give us your feedback. We want to hear from you guys. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being a big part of AfterBuzz TV. Yes, thank you guys so thank much. Thank you, thank you. Give us a thumbs up, because you're watching anyway. Just exactly. do it. Just do it. Just exactly. do it, as Nike says. Shia LaBeouf says it, too. Apparently. <laughs> In an aggressive way. Very aggressively. <laughs> I dig. It really, it really motivates you. Yeah, kind of yes. <laughs> motivates you to turn it off at least. Yeah. Like, All right, Shia, I get it. Uh, but speaking of Shia LaBeouf, let's go into like just talking about. I really appreciated the fact that they touch on male sensitivity. So mm-hmm. even though we don't really get to see them do it in their life, we do get to see them be affectionate in a way that maybe you don't really get to see men do, especially black men on TV right. where they just That's get to true. be tender even though they are in these video game um, stars of the day. Stars of the day. Video game. Avatars. Oh, okay. <laughs> video yes. game avatars. So, I don't know. It was, it was. I appreciate that commentary. I wish we had more time with them face to face to kind of see that sensitivity. I don't know. I, I will say, I think that might have been the first time I ever seen uh, two black men kissing 
in a show that wasn't about them being gay. Yeah. Mm, okay. I think I, I think you're right. Like, that wasn't queer as fuck? I feel like I would, yeah, I would definitely have to (laughs) research a little more into this, but just going off of that vulnerability, that was definitely something that was, I think, my favorite part of this entire episode, Mm -hmm. right? Was that this was something rare that we actually get to witness, Mm -hmm. and we see them sort of struggling through that masculinity and the Mm -hmm. kind of sexual confusion and the, um, the confusion of, of what, what kind of like, uh, I don't, what is it called? Like what body I would prefer to even be in, Mm -hmm. in terms Mm -hmm. of sexuality and things like that. Um, sorry for the lack of terminology. (laughs) Gender gender preference? No, no, no. no. Yeah, exactly. Like trans, it's like transgender, trans sexuality kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, pansexual perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was probably the highlight of this entire episode. And I think it was something that was very special about it, mm-hmm. regardless of all of the science fiction. It mm-hmm. was asking these questions and you were seeing these moments that were extremely special. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a great job at um, showing that. Yeah. And the actors did a wonderful job as well. Yeah. I also did, uh, you were saying that you wanted to see more FaceTime with uh, Danny and Carl, but mm. I actually liked that they kept them separate, mm. only because I felt it was more realistic. Yeah. You know, Danny was really uncomfortable with what was happening. Carl was more like, come on, let's meet, it's fine, it's okay, it's only like in the that. game. But Danny yeah. was really uncomfortable with this, kind of his like toxic masculinity was coming in. Yeah. So I felt that it was very realistic that he's like, you know what, it's bugging me out, I can't see you face to face, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I also appreciate it that uh, when we do get those moments with Carl, you know, he's still out there sleeping oh, with yeah. women. And right. I, the commentary of, of uh, the classic young millennial who doesn't know who Rotman is and <laughs> checks their phone every five seconds. Speaking of which, no, I'm just <laughs> uh, Let's all I, check our phones I now. know who Dennis Rodman is, and I don't check my phone every five seconds. But the, the even that they, they talked about female pleasure when she was like, can I just finish myself off? Mm. And she turned on porn. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I mean, how, many times, how, many, how many times in my life I wanted to be like, so you done? <laughs> yeah, it was a very realistic moment, right? Because it's a it's a strange I just thing. wrap it up real quick. I can't. Yeah. Why can't I finish myself? Anyways, it's a strange thing in media. TMI. For some reason, female sex- sexuality is still yeah. not yeah. really shown <laughs> very well and so very afraid. fleshed out. Mm-hmm. It's because it's yeah. amazing. Or if it is shown, it's like so provocative and yeah. like ultra sexy when it's yeah. just a regular thing. It's just you know? normal. It's yeah. just you know, this is this. Everyone's got needs. Yeah, <laughs> just, very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Finish, just like you. Yeah. So they they did a really good job mm-hmm. in this, uh, showing different kind of sexualities, and I think even um, Renji said it's a mix of. Just going off of what I was trying to find the terms for pansexual and demisexual. Mm, okay, so there we go. thank we you. I know here. it's thank not. Okay. I know gender preference is not a thing. I apologize, but <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's not what I mean. Like, I'm not saying you can. We're just learning. Yeah. <laughs> we are learning. Yeah, we I'm have sorry. an idea of it, but we're still learning the words. Yes. So thank happy you, Reggie. Pride. Yes, happy, happy, pride. Pride. Yes. happy Pride. <laughs> anyway, people are gonna be like pandering. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's talk about Theo a little bit because we haven't really talked about her. Yeah. Here's a woman whose her body's changed. Her husband don't want to touch her no more. And she doesn't feel sexy anymore. And I was like, damn, can we talk more about that? Because that's not something that we really see as much that, you know, when a man's cheating or has found someone else to be with and, you know, is in a 
video game avatar with a rocking hot bod. But that uh, he's still leaving this woman behind who's yeah. like putting in all this effort as being, you know, somebody who's holding down the household and also working and also raising a child and also dealing with body issues. I don't know. What were just our general thoughts on Theo being kind of like slightly underdeveloped, to be perfectly honest? <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what's going on with uh, Aisha Curry and yeah. um, mm-hmm. her I've kind of saying bit. that she wants, she would just like some male attention other than her husband, just to know she still got it type thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I felt like it's like a double whammy for Theo because she wants to know that she's still got it, and that guy hit on her, which gave her like, oh, okay, I mm-hmm. still. But she, you also need that from your husband too. Mm-hmm. So I guess women, I just really need it because we just need to know that we're wanted and desired. And she's not feeling that at all from her husband, mm-hmm. which is the key. It's like that's who you need to know for sure still wants you. So I felt like I felt for her. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That the scene broke my heart when he rolled over and he said, you know, not today or something mm-hmm. along those yeah. lines. And you see her standing in the bathroom mirror, and she's looking at her belly, yeah. and I was like, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel this. Who wrote this scene? It's too <laughs> real. What Take it down. Know. I'm hurt. Yeah. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it, and I do think the actress did a, an amazing job, although I personally didn't think her body was that bad, and I think, like, Carl was like, well, you still look good. So I think part of it was kind of her internalizing whatever you know, sort of she felt his rejection was. And it would have been interesting also to kind of, um, you know, because some people really do got body issues, um, but it would have been interesting to kind of delve in how she sort of internalized his rejection and, Mm -hmm. you know, as to him not wanting her and all of that would have, you know, I mean, again, I would have liked it to go further. Yeah, I think it's one of those things of, just to touch on female sexuality, you know, there's a lot of pressure put on us to look a certain way, to have a certain type of body. I mean, you can just go on a dating app. I can show you my dating app right now. I can show you these half-naked men who haven't been to the gym in, like, five years. Versus women, where it's like, we will go to the gym. Yeah. We will be in Spanx. We will be, you know, hair push curls, hair is curled, yeah. makeup. Yeah. Like, and... Microbladed eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> and there's so much pressure on us to... You know, if you have a baby, got to snap back. Yeah, <laughs> like you, yeah. like you have to do all these things, and it would have been nice to have a little bit more time with Theo to really talk about that, about how it's, you know, outside of just being rejected because your husband's now obsessed with the video game, which is a whole nother topic that I, you know we could have definitely just changed that right there, and that could be a whole nother episode. Men in their games, but that she just kind of we're constantly battling our own selves to feel like we're worthy, to feel that we're loved and appreciated, even if we're not in relationships, like, just to walk through the world. And I would have loved to have seen a little bit more time with her versus those long-ass stares. Yeah, and I would have (laughs) liked it if they got to the point where he revealed it to her earlier. Because, you know, because if you're like, okay, he's sleeping with this man, you know, eventually, I guess, they came Mm -hmm. to an understanding. But it would be interesting to see how they got there. At least for me, a little bit more interesting than some of the earlier stuff we saw. But, you know, like how she really would react to Carl initially before they came to this sort of agreement. So I would have been curious to see that, actually. Mm -hmm. I think on the other side of that, um, even if it was kind of a passive story, Telling on her end, I think she did a fantastic job. Oh, because, did. like I said, yeah. that scene broke my heart. And I they related. did acknowledge it, which half the time she wouldn't even be acknowledged. She was so trying to give credit for that. Exactly. Yeah. She <laughs> was looking at herself. She was at, she was self doubting. You know, when when her husband, you know, wasn't giving her 
the sexual advances he used to mm-hmm. and the sexual um, you know attention as well. She was trying to be cool, inviting his friends mm-hmm. over. Like she really tried everything, and you could see it. It just wasn't super overt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just being devil's advocate. I would have liked more detailed, more oomph, like you guys were saying, but it's only one episode. That was yeah. already an hour long. Yeah. So I just feel like they did the best they could that's with true. an hour. But you said you were still bored, so maybe well, you think... Well, yeah, that's my point. I think it's kind of how the story, how the story went. Like, to me, if they had gotten to it earlier, we could have seen... It could have been interesting to see more of how they come to an agreement to make it work for everybody. Mm-hmm. But right. it obviously would be a different story. It would be. But it would have been... You know, to me, it would be somewhat more interesting than yeah. the, the sex scenes in the video game. But that's yeah. me. I do. More interesting than the sex scenes. I mean, that's that's hot. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole commentary about that, about uh, I appreciate the sexualization of an Asian man, because often they are yes. not sexualized. Yeah, I true. don't necessarily appreciate the sexualization of an Asian woman, because they are often sexualized. <laughs> yes. but, like, but she was also super kick-ass, which I do appreciate. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> like, that was cool. So it was kind of like, well, you're doing a lot of things here. I can't talk about everything. But at the very end of the episode, when he finally does tell her, and I was like, thank you for when he's finally honest with her, she it's not like they get divorced. She's like, Well shit, I want mine too. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. She is right. so cool. Yes. Her character is so cool. And yeah. that moment where she says something along the lines of like, dang it, just talk to me. Yeah. You know, I think she swears in it though, but yeah. you know, we can we're, curse we're PG here. here. No, no we're not. <laughs> e. This is an E series. Black Mirror Ooh. gets that E. All right, you guys. In case you earmuffs. Know. What does the earmuffs? E's explicit. Explicit. <laughs> yeah, explicit. But he, she says, like, talk to me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and finally he turns over yeah. in the car and he looks at her and, and he, he opens it. his mouth and I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stop with the lies. Oh, it's so yeah. important to communicate. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I tell this to men all the time. I'm like, so important. sometimes if you just tell me all you want is sex, I'll be like, cool. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go find someone else to be in a relationship with. <laughs> there you go. Because women can do it too. Very true. <laughs> and that Very that is true. the yeah. message of this entire yeah. after show. Yeah. <laughs> women can do it too. Well, no, <laughs> communication, but also and women, women can do, can do, it, do it, it too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But was the exactly. solution fair? I mean, she gets to actually in her real life go find whatever man she wants once a year. Yeah. He's just doing this virtual rea- uh, in virtual reality with his best friend. So... Yes, it's totally I'm not fair. Sure, like, she can actually get STDs, she can get pregnant, she can... There are no STDs Everyone's got in this preferences. future, right? Yeah. I'm guessing that can't... I mean, they're, in the Black they're working future? with... They're working with uh, not real parts. I mean, what are these parts? I, I don't even get how this game would really work if this was a real game. I mean... How, why are they working It like stimulates there? you, and you get the feelings. And the, the, so I'm guessing da, 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 da. there's no STDs there. Well, no, no, he, but... he, gets to, he gets to, like, you know, his his friend that he likes on mm-hmm. a emotional level, he mm-hmm. gets to um, have that sexual and connection. Have really and, epic yeah. sex. But it's yeah. fantasy, while well, hers is reality. Well, I'm just saying, in this Everyone's Black Mirror universe, I don't think they... They talk about how the, a lot of things that we have problems with now they don't have in, in this universe because it's in the future. So I don't think I don't think STDs are a thing. And if we in learn the future, in the like STDs are going crazy. I, we'll okay. just assume that she's she's being safe with mm-hmm. it. We'll yeah. just all assume okay. that. All right. yeah. And then you know if we've learned anything from this you know day and mm-hmm. age, uh, there's a lot of different preferences people have oh, in yeah. their intimate life. Yeah. So she prefers the real life. 
um, he prefers to be the game. IRL role playing. Mm-hmm. He likes the video game role playing, yeah. even though it's a fighting game, which is yeah. ironic to me. But you know, some people like Very to be true. fairies. Furries. Mm-hmm. Or so fairies. You can be a fairy fairies. in a game. That sounds steamy. Furries in real life, He even had yes. sex with yeah. the polar bear, he said. Or Carl did. The white bear. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, mm-hmm. let's go ahead into our special segment to wrap up since we're running a little bit behind. Yeah. All right. So our special segment tonight is, uh, well, technology gone wrong, as we <laughs> all know. So um, I did send in a picture. So this is actually an older story, but... Um, uh, basically, in Japan, a while ago, actually in 08, if we pull it up, um, a 33-year-old office worker, um, basically, okay, sorry, sorry, take it back. Um, a 43-year-old piano teacher in Japan um, was arrested because, basically, she was in a virtual reality game called Maple Story, and in this game, you could... Um, have like uh, families and stuff, and so she had a husband who like suddenly divorced her with no reason, and uh, left her, and you know just up and divorced her and left her, and so she got angry, and because when they were married, I guess she had his password, so she went in and killed his um, avatar. Oh, man. And so uh, when he found that his beloved avatar had been murdered viciously by this woman, he called the real police in real life, and they did actually arrest her and take her in, and she could have been facing up to, I believe, five years and maybe, was it 3,000 pounds <laughs> for hacking into his computer, basically. Oh, for hacking. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> I was like, come on. Okay. <laughs> Cyber murder. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So cyber murder. Like <laughs> it's an offense in Japan. That's what we all learned today. Exactly. Yeah. So don't use it to hack into anybody's computer. Yeah. Thank you. All yeah. right. So let's That's go great. into the the top three Easter eggs we found in this episode. First one, I would have to say, or number three, I would have to say, is San Junipero of two people going to virtual reality and finding love. Though San Junipero, like nothing compares. Yeah. To San Junipero. Number two is uh, he fucked a white bear. White bear is known across Black Mirror Universe for yes. being a symbol of so many different things and mainly just people being tortured. That's what I associated with um, Bandersnatch. And also number one was TCKR, which is the technology they used to go into the virtual reality, which we were first introduced to in Playtest, then followed up with in Bandersnatch, which is the theory is that Tuckersoft is the original version of TCKR. Okay. <laughs> All righty. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Black Mirror After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Thank everyone, you. where can they follow you? All right, you guys. Well, my name is Erica Edwards, and you can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in door, Edwards. And I'm Angelica Trey. You can find me on most social media at A-Trey, A-Y-Y-T-R-A-E, and Instagram at Angelica Trey. Hey guys, I'm Paris Rose. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose, but Paris with two R's. Hey, and I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. You can also see me on The Handmaid's Tale after show on After Best TV. You can also see me in Deadwood briefly as a prostitute, giving shade. That's about it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we cool. will see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, you guys. Ciao for now. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.